this episode, Andrew Parsons looks at the story of Moses meeting God in a burning bush and explores the hope that we too can find when we meet with God. The story is found in Exodus chapter 3 and we've used the dramatised version of the Bible. One day, while Moses was taking care of the sheep and goats of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian, he led the flock across the desert and came to Sinai, the holy mountain. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him as a flame coming from the middle of a bush. Moses saw that the bush was on fire, but that it was not burning up. He thought, This is strange. Why isn't the bush burning up? I will go closer and see. When the Lord saw that Moses was coming closer, he called to him from the middle of the bush. Moses? Moses! Yes, here I am. Do not come any closer. Take off your sandals, because you are standing on holy ground. I am the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Moses covered his face because he was afraid to look at God. I have seen how cruelly my people are being treated in Egypt. Now I am sending you to the king of Egypt so that you can lead my people out of his country. I am nobody. How can I go to the king and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? I will be with you, and when you bring the people out of Egypt, you will worship me on this mountain. That will be the proof that I have sent you. When I go to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your ancestors sent me to you, they will ask me, What is his name? So what can I tell them? I am who I am. This is what you must say to them. The one who is called I Am has sent me to you. Tell the Israelites that I, the Lord, the God of their ancestors, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, have sent you to them. This is my name forever. This is what all future generations are to call me. Lord God, we pray now that as we come to look at your word, you will bless us. Lord, we will hear you speaking directly. Lord, we pray that those parts that are important for us to hear, your Holy Spirit will bring to life for us. For some will hear one thing and others will hear another. But Lord, you are the God of the living word. And we pray this morning that you will speak to each one of us. Amen. Moses had a very specific call. 
he had left Jethro and the rest of the family and taken the, the flocks with him to go out and take them into pasture, probably contemplating all those things that they'd been over, undercoming over the last few years. They all knew that the Israelites were under pressure in Egypt. They knew of the suffering. They knew of the heartache. And his own heart was probably taken up thinking about the issues of the day. So he has gone out and he has gone with his, his flocks. But in some ways, the era then is very similar to now. People were being overcome by fear and uncertainty. Theirs was the fear and uncertainty of a land having been taken over and into slavery and they had gone to Egypt and were being beaten and mistreated by the captors. And now here we have the world in a state of turmoil because of coronavirus. For so long as a people, and this isn't just people of the church, this is people generally, we seem to have felt that we can overcome everything with our own power, our own ability, our own capabilities. And yet this virus has caused panic and uncertainty because we suddenly realize that we are not the ultimate power. Something so small can be devastating. And as here in the time of Moses, people were turning to God and crying to God in their pain and their anguish, so too we this morning can turn to God in our pain and anguish as we consider the future with this pandemic. Some of us are struck with a feeling of insecurity, of nervousness. Others have hope. And this morning, I want us to look at hope. I want us to look at the hope that we see reflected with the story of Moses. So we've had Moses has gone into the desert, his mind taken up with all the problems of the day, as we all too often do. And he's probably there just sat on a rock looking at his sheep. And then all of a sudden, to one side, he glances up and he sees this burning bush. Very strange, because normally anything burning in the desert will set fire to any other dry land around it. But this burning bush has been set apart. An angel of the Lord came down into that burning bush. And Moses is called across to it. And he goes over and he looks at it and he tries to understand what's going on. And then all of a sudden, the voice of God comes from within that bush. And says, Moses, take off your sandals. You are on holy ground. This morning, we, each one of us here, are on holy ground. We are before the Lord, our God. In our own place. In our own circumstance. But we are here before God. And God would say to each one of us this morning, you are on holy ground. You are in my presence. Take off your sandals. So Moses takes off his sandals and he starts to listen to God. And I'm sure that all of his thoughts of what was going on around him prior to that moment have suddenly gone. 
and he realizes that the almighty God, the creator of heaven and of earth, is speaking to him directly. How many of us here this morning can remember that first moment of when we recognized Jesus for who he was? When we realized that we had a savior who had come for each one of us as an individual, who went to the cross of Calvary and who died and rose again that we should have life. Those are the same feelings that Moses was feeling. He was in that position with God, experiencing the one true God. You know, and at this time, we are called as Christians to stand up and to give hope to those around us. Much as Moses was called to stand up and declare freedom for the Israelites from Egypt and to go before Pharaoh, we are called up to give hope to those around us. We are here to comfort the brokenhearted, share with those in need, provide hope to the hopeless. God hears the cries of the people. Are we ready to respond as God has heard them? I sometimes wonder in my own life whether I have all the attributes which are necessary to be what I would class as a Christian. But one thing we see here from the story of Moses is the fact that God will provide. So what can we learn from Moses with the current day situation? I think we can look that at the end of chapter 2 of Exodus, it says that God heard their groaning and he remembered his covenant with Abraham and Isaac and with Jacob. So God looked on the Israelites and was concerned about them. And we look to the New Testament and we see in the New Testament that it, we are told that whenever two or more are joined together in prayer, I am with them. I hear them. God has heard the prayers of his people, not just for the individuals, but for the world as a whole. God has heard that people are living in fear. And he has hope to give to each one of us. He does have a plan. Not one of us is immune to the virus, and if we do get it, then... It's a situation where we just come before God. But we do have that promise of eternal life. This morning, I would say, don't give in to fear. Trust in God. The Lord goes before you in everything that you do. We remember the words of Psalm 23. And it says, Yea, thy walk through the valley of death. I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and staff. We have confidence in God. doesn't mean we act foolishly. It doesn't mean that we ignore advice. But we know we have a hope eternal. So God sent Moses as his 
means of bringing the people out of slavery of, slavery of Egypt. Now Moses was all-powerful in Egypt until such time as he changed his, uh, his ways and killed the guard. And yet he, here before God, he is, is humble and he is incapable of understanding what he can do. He starts to explain his concerns to God. How many of us have gone to God and said, Lord, I can't do that. Lord, it's not me that you want to do this. Choose him, choose her, but not me. I can't do it. Well, God has different expectancies than we do. He looked at Moses and saw Moses as being his means of carrying out his plan. God this morning is looking at each one of you as a means of carrying out his plan, of giving hope, of giving comfort, and of giving care. Moses is trying to come up with arguments which will get him out of having to submit to God's will. And throughout the chapter 3 and into chapter 4, Moses is still coming up with excuses. I would ask the question, how many years and well, weeks, months, years, do we come up with excuses before God and say, Lord, it's not me? Well, this morning I would say that God is challenging you as to where he is leading you. Don't keep coming up with excuses because he will keep coming up with answers. God is nothing but determined to have his will and his purposes carried out. We have considered the power and presence of God this morning. And I would say the message that God has for us each this morning is a message of hope, not a message of despair. It's of us having something to look forward to. We have an almighty God who came to the earth in the persons of Jesus and he suffered and he died and rose again for each one of us. Through his death and resurrection, we have a sure and certain hope of the future. Surely that's a hope that we would want to share with those who we come across who are nervous. Those who feel that they've got nothing left to live for, to hope for. Let's not be a people of fear today, but a people who know the living God. I've got a little phrase which I have copied out of the service sheet that's been put out by the Methodist Church. And I believe you've all been sent that and have seen it. And the final comments it makes is, do not let yourselves think yourself weak. You have prayer. You have the good you can do for others with your God-given abilities. That is quite enough to overcome a lot of evil for other folk if you would but set to it with all a will. Thus the true Christian does not just hold to what is good in theory. We do good. For we, are we not true Christians, all of us? So there's a question for us. And my final thought. So if I've gone on too long, I apologize. But I have put down a question and I have, I'm going to quote this one as I read it as well. Finally, if you don't know this morning the truth of a living, born-again life in Jesus, do not despair, because this morning God is saying to you, I care for you, and I love you. 
it may be the first time that we have heard that cry and that we have heard that there's an eternal life waiting for us. The majority here listening to this on this day are probably already aware. But if you're watching on Zoom or Facebook or any other means, it's possible that you've never come to that realization that you can have a living life with the Creator God. So this morning it is real. It is available and God has heard your cry. As you're seeking answers, as you're seeking a hope, God is hearing your cry and all he asks is that you reach out and hold his hand this morning. There's nothing more. Simply to come to God and admit that you have failed and you want to turn around in your life. And God can give you a hope. I hope it's her. Amen.
services held by Teambridge Methodist Circuit Coastal Section. Full videos can be viewed on their YouTube channel. Music is taken from worship audio tracks, all rights reserved. <laughs> 